now? To the bathroom? I think. I don't know. This is all gonna be like that time we were lost over by the river. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get us lost, huh? I swear. He totally did. I'm sure he did. He gets because us lost all when he the time. Figured out where that we sounds were, about right. My reaction was, how the fuck did we get way over here? <laughs> yeah, I know. And then we walked for days. His <laughs> most common line is, I think I need to turn around. Yeah. I need to do a U-turn. <laughs> how about, I hate left turns. <laughs> yeah. I do hate left turns. <laughs> yeah. uh, they're the worst. <laughs> they're like racism. Well, not as bad as that. Wait, what? <laughs> Oh, I get it. That's fucking stupid. <laughs> okay, wait. Oh my god, you should have heard his jokes the other day. Okay, night. what is a, a dog's favorite street in San Francisco? Yeah. Embarcadero. Wait, what's a, what's a dog's favorite basketball player? Charles Barkley. Oh my god, she's like... Look at all the jokes, how many times you heard these? Uh, I had some she's other like ones. like every day. Yeah. There you go. That's but I don't funny. remember. Knock, knock. Who's there? Interrupt you, Cap. Interrupt you. It's like a, it's like a move point, you know? It's wait, like a cow's wait, opinion. It doesn't matter. Wait, wait, wait you're what? You're giving or receiving. Wait, what? What are you doing? Wait, what? Talking shit? For now, I'm sure they're going to come back. Pink their head. I have some pictures of uh, when Ian came out to our band practice and he put the juice can in front of the camera and, post, and posed with all of us where we just, it was all like, like a juice, you know, the, uh, juice, remember? Drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember that. Juice? <laughs> J-O-O-S-E? It was like pre Four Loco. Yeah. Oh my God. Of course, <laughs> God, remember when Four Loco was good? And it, that was a good one. Each picture, it was a picture of each one of us, but when it's all just had four I was like, I don't either, but I've definitely had it. <laughs> I've never had a four loco, but I've had plenty of sparks. You're missing out, bro. It's pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I've had plenty of sparks. Yes. Yeah, we both had some I think there's like a, yeah. a horchata. I can't drink that anymore. I love it. Because it's like malt liquor. It's not even like. It's so gross. It's not even like Jaeger and Red Bull. It's just like. That shit hell makes me like think of like homeless people. Because right? <laughs> like at work, when someone gets cited for open container, they put a little, an extra paper on there that like has like where they found the person and what the person was drinking. And it's like sparks all the time. I didn't even know that was still around. Yeah, it's still around. Those and like. Like, keep drinking. Different ones that I've never even fucking heard of. Like, yeah. But they're all like talking. Yeah. It's hella funny. I don't drink cans. <laughs> you know what? I don't drink cans. I drink the liquid in cans. <laughs> I uh, I got you know that one uh, that beer that you posted on Facebook. I got another one that was from the same company. Yeah, it's pale ale. Pretty good. Yeah, oh, I was gonna try and put in for a half day, but when but it's her birthday. Yeah, she wanted me. The girls wanted to go out to dinner, whatever, for her birthday. I like the house. And I was like, I like. And they're like, why? And I was like, I'm broke. Phoenix looks pissed. Yeah, she's still awake. 
<laughs> she already ate. I know, but you know she's sitting up like, what the fuck? She probably has like to go to potty. Poor baby. I never won any money at the casino. Well, I won fifty dollars. I won fifty dollars. I never win. I won uh four hundred and fifty bucks last week. Oh, I'm jealous. On a penny machine. Oh man. It's been on it for a while. I was all pissed because all the money I had was like. Gone. All the money she had was that my she, money. Yeah, she gave me money. But still, I wanted to win something from her money. Elisa always wins like 20 bucks and then we go buy food. And then we go buy food. Hey, your face is beautiful. The Wizard of Oz machine. And... I like that one's fun. I like yeah. that one. I like the um, Willy Wonka one. I've never seen that one. Too. Oh, the Gremlin one is cute, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, I, I saw the I've seen the Ghostbusters. I played Indiana Jones and I lost. You know? <laughs> Screw you, Harrison Ford. Fuck you, Harrison Ford. Give me my money back. Bitch, get my money. I have successfully still not heard that song fully. Awesome. And the only reason I say it is because I say it all the time. I was about to take a picture and this guy walked away. Last call for alcohol. Stephen Gedney is from Woodland, California, broadcasting live from a pre recorded session via Carmichael, California. Steve, we are on the podcast. Same bad time, same bad time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Arrive by Turkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. I'm feeling you all. Steven will definitely not work. <laughs> this is your number 97 source for movies, music, comic books, geek culture, life lessons, philosophy, Stories of rock and roll, drugs, alcohol, and everything in between. Come one and come all. Enter the SGP. You're listening to the Stephen Gedney Podcast. <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Ain't nobody got time for that. All right, all right, all right. This is the Stephen Gedney Podcast, episode 24, September 28, 2015. Thank you for joining me. Hey, yo, how's it going? What a week it's been so far. It was a hot week up here in beautiful, unbeautiful, whatever you want to call it, Northern California. And fall is officially here, autumn, if you're one of them fancy pants people. But it's still hot. It's still in the 90s. 90s are better than the 100s. But finally, you know, by next week, we're going to be in October, which is the beginning of what I have referred to previously on this podcast as the trifecta of holidays, my favorite season, my favorite time of the year. We got Halloween, 
Thanksgiving, Christmas, wind, rain, gray clouds. That's when California is finally going to get some of its water back that we're not allowed to use during the spring and summertime because we're in a drought. A drought. But, man, I want to thank my guest last week, Elisa Gedney, my beautiful wife. She was a Harrison. Now she's a Gedney. Officially went to the Social Security office this week and got it done. And she's going to get her new driver's license pretty soon. But, hey, the Gedneys are one more strong. And pretty soon we're going to take over the world. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. But we do have a Gedney Hill somewhere in the United States. So look that up. Or a Gedney Farm. We got Gedney Pickles. Hey, man. Ain't nothing wrong with pickles as long as they're dill. I am drinking my Diet Pepsi right now, suffering from some gnarly fucking toothache. I, uh, so I have this tooth in my mouth. <laughs> Where else would it be, right? But, um, you know, when I was a kid, I, I had cavities. Part of it has to do with not properly taking care of my teeth when I was younger, and also, you know, some of it's just genetics. But I had fillings in some of my back teeth. And, you know, not uh, going to the dentist for a very long time. Probably in the last 10 years, I've gone two or three times. And I know, I know, it's dental care and, and taking care of your mouth is very important. But it's also really expensive. Especially if you don't make a lot of money. So, and with insurance and all that kind of thing, you still have to pay large sums. But I promise that I will start taking care of it really soon. Especially now because this tooth that's bothering me, it, uh, I want to say like maybe a, a little over a year ago, I was eating a C's candy lollipop. We get them at work, we hand them out to all of our uh, customers as thank yous and. Sometimes just trying to grab their business like, hey, you order some stuff from us? We'll get you a candy. And I swear what happened was either it pulled my filling out or it actually broke part of my tooth. And uh, I, ne- I, I didn't eat a C's lollipop ever since. But throughout the last year or so, this piece of my tooth, you know, it's kind of looked weird. It's kind of looked gray like it was dying. There's a big hole in the middle, a big cavity. Then a few months back, probably only like two months back, I was eating a granola bar like I do normally at work and uh, I I felt a crunch and something weird and I looked in my mouth and that whole half of my tooth is gone. It, It broke off. Like it was already gray, like way discolored compared to the rest of my teeth. But it was gone and now there's this just big old gaping hole. And if I smile very widely, I look like one of the guys from Duck Dynasty. Well, maybe not them because they're billionaires or something, but somebody from the good old South <laughs> in the backwoodsy area, maybe the Appalachians. So either way, whenever I'm eating food, especially something like chips or bread, pizza, I constantly have to go get a toothpick and, and just make sure the little holes in my teeth are clear. I know it's gross, right? I need to take care of it. But I hadn't had any pain up until the other day. I felt something weird, like maybe some more of the tooth had broke off. And then literally the other night, I just started feeling this like throbbing. And it's like the whole side of my mouth 
especially like the bottom of the uh, side of my jaw just it just hurts and I can't chew on that side so I've been trying to chew on my left side but I'm pretty sure that I have to go go to urgent care or some shit and just get some antibiotics to uh, clear up I, I feel like it's an infection I don't know how but you figure you got big ass holes in your teeth it's gonna happen <laughs> and the same thing happened to Elisa a little while ago but I'm still drinking soda <laughs> and it actually makes it feel a little bit better been taking lots of ibuprofen about three or four at a time it's manageable I mean it's not to the point where I'm crying yet I have heard from other people that sometimes they have to go in for some like emergency tooth surgery and I know, I know, I gotta take care of my teeth, I gotta, I need to get the wisdom teeth pulled out, two of them, the two remaining ones, I need to go get some cleanings, I gotta start flossing more, uh, it's just gonna be a lot of money, and luckily there are financing options available, and my credit isn't too bad, but I've been a little broke, just because of all the expenses that I've had with the last couple weeks in this paycheck, Finally paying back my wife for all the shit that uh, I owe her for. We stayed in a few hotels during the honeymoon. And uh, also the weekend before when we went and got our, our hair done <laughs> down in San Luis Obispo. So pay her back for that. And then uh, the dog dog food because we alternate and like I'll buy one bag, then she buys a bag. Then I buy a bag, then she buys a bag. And our dog's food is like 60 bucks a bag almost, but it's it's a giant one. It lasts sometimes a month maybe. I could be over-exaggerating, over-exaggerating that a bit. And uh, also I had to get two new tires because the two front tires on my car were pretty much done skis. <laughs> then I was trying to schedule an alignment because I get my tires at America's Tire and they do not do alignments there for some fucking weird ass reason. They just don't do it. They give you really, really good deals on tires and they give you these awesome replacement plans. Like one time when I was living in Midtown Sacramento, I had backed up into a curb trying to parallel park. And, you know, all the curbs are the hard, you know, rectangular edge, not the soft rounded edge that you see in those suburban neighborhoods. And uh, I totally just jacked up the air nozzle on the tire and my tire went flat and it was not repairable whatsoever but because uh, I got my car or I got my tires in America's tire hey 15 bucks and I, I replaced it so good deal if, I, if I'll say so myself but uh, I saw so scheduling in at Firestone for Friday which was last Friday when I got the tires and they had no appointments available and you're not really supposed to drive on new tires if they're not aligned if you don't get an alignment because it could screw them up they can wear down super fast and just wasn't able to get it done so i called around and there's a firestone kind of near my house and set it up for the next morning so i only had to drive less than a day in my car and this was last weekend of course and got that shit done it was starting to get warm outside and then 
Monday morning came around, had last week's podcast come out, uh, Lisa was on it, people seemed to enjoy that, then just an, another week, and uh, work wasn't too bad, kind of slow, actually really slow, our sales are, are down a bit, and it's a biomedical community, so there's no constant uh, string of, of things coming in. It all depends on the budgets that each institution has and, and what they're allowed to spend in whatever quarter of the year. So it's always busy, not busy, busy, not busy, busy, not busy. But it's it's nice. It's nice to have some downtime. It gives you a chance to check up or catch up on a lot of the projects that you have sitting around. There's also some, uh, uh, what are they called? Inklings? I don't know if that's a word. There's some rumblings, some quiet whispers that we may be getting a new building with a lot more space, which might be happening sometime next year. So if that happens, that would be really cool because we've kind of outgrown the space we have right now. We're in West Sacramento. We have a production area, a warehouse area, and an office area. It's getting kind of cramped and for a lot of the the new processes that they would like to do in this biomedical field we're going to need more space and got to get things more up to code start a, a a paperwork trail that's a lot more detailed than what we have now but it'll be you know i'm kind of excited if that happens get to facilitate setting up a new warehouse area because i'm the man in the warehouse i'm the warehouse manager <laughs> You know, putting up the pallet racks and setting up the freezers, and also we have uh, we have these two bay doors. And in case any of you uh, uh, common folk don't know what those are, those are those big doors, the metal ones that you have a chain and you pull down on the chain and it rolls the door up, so trucks could back in. And we have two of them in our building, but we don't use them because before I ever worked there and they first moved in. They put a giant freezer in front of it. The problem with that is that anytime somebody comes to deliver and they're driving one of those big semis, they have to park outside in this big old loading dock outside. And so one, that causes a little bit of uh, problems because there's the weather, so it could be raining, could just be really, really hot, and they're delivering frozen stuff. And it's not clean outside, it's kind of dirty. You're dealing with the elements. And then two, we had these people move into the suite next door to us uh, six months ago, and they're constantly blocking our fucking driveway. They are a glass glass company, you know, for windows. and I guess, I guess just windows. I don't know what else you would use glass for. They're not building picture frames over there, but it's all these dudes. They're in their late 30s, 40s, and 50s. They constantly block our driveway, they back their truck up, they get out, they disappear, and then I have like the UPS and FedEx guys bitching at me because they can't back up to our door. I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you. It's not us. It's them, and they don't want to say anything. We also have this van at my work that we pull into the building every night, and we have to take it out, so there's space for us to move deliveries in and out, and... Same shit, you know, I always have to ask them, can you get out of the way? And all they would really have to do is park 
another six feet ahead. I, I mean, they could park all behind the building they want. They could have every inch of space. But once they're in the driveway, I, people can't go in and out. And it's like, what the fuck, man? I understand you need to load your truck with some heavy-ass shit, but if you're just parking back there because you want to go into your warehouse, then fucking give us some space, man. It's a shared space. We've been there for almost 10 years. <laughs> but enough bitching about work. But work wasn't the most exciting part of the week. I'll tell you what it was. Well, there was a lot of shit that went on. But Wednesday, Wednesday was a quite an eventful day. My buddy Ian, that I haven't seen in about four years, came to visit. And I'll just give you a little bit of background. This guy, Ian McCandless, he grew up in Woodland, just like me and all my friends. He's like a year older than me. And yeah, I think right around the early 2000s, he had a band, he played bass, and then I had my band. And for some reason, one reason or another, he didn't really like me. And I mean, I didn't like him just because he kind of talked shit. And I think there was some sort of misunderstanding that maybe I said some stuff about him or said some stuff about his band. There was like Battle of the Bands stuff going on and at, at our high school, Woodland High School. And I was probably like, no, they shouldn't play there because they're dicks. <laughs> so I don't know. For some reason, we just didn't really get along. He was kind of friends with my buddy JP. And uh, I heard his band's demo and I thought they were awesome. I loved it. I've listened. I probably listened to it like a hundred times and I could still listen to it even though the quality is not great but when our band our first band Purple Cheese the, I probably got a bass maybe a couple weeks before we played at this talent show at the high school when we played pretty much after that he was really cool to me and I think maybe he he had a little bit of respect because you know, I, I I was a pretty good bass player. He was a bass player. We both had the same exact type of bass, an Ibanez. I don't know what the model is, but they were both blue. <laughs> he had stickers on his. I didn't have any at the time. But we, we just kind of got along after that, and that was, uh, that was pretty cool. And it also kind of gave me the idea in my head that maybe, <laughs> hey, uh, if I do something that's worth something, then people would like me. So, you know, I kind of thought that anybody that I became friends with or any girls that I made out with <laughs> as a teenager, it was because I was in a band. So the band was definitely really important to me because it made me, it gave me some sort of a self-worth. And to this day, I still kind of feel like that. I, I haven't quit playing music yet. There's been a couple times that I wanted to, but just i'm compelled to continue on so later on i mean uh, after high school i didn't really see ian that much i don't think jp did either he had a, a girlfriend in another town and then you know once you get out of high school you just don't see that many of your friends anymore only the ones that are your best friends and you go out of your way to see them but uh in about 2005 for one reason or another, 
uh, Ian was hanging out with JP again, and I had been hanging out with JP. So then, naturally, the three of us we we bonded. There was a few other guys in there: Ryan, Dale, Eric, um, all the homeboys. Ian and JP and I spent a lot of time going up to uh, these trails, the uh, Stebbins Cold Canyon Reserve over in Lake Berryessa, and we'd go up there and. Ian would be smoking his cigarettes, <laughs> walking up the trail. And some of these were really freaking steep. And we go all the way to the top, and we get this awesome view over the lake. Get to see the dam below. You turn around, you could see all the forests that we had been going through. And coincidentally, I think that whole area just got burnt up because of one of the many forest fires going on here in California. Yay. But in about 2006, our drummer at the time, Andrew, Andrew Mitchell, he decided to move to Stockton to be with uh, his girlfriend. And JP and I were kind of left like wanting to continue to play music but didn't have a drummer and kind of reconnected with JK a little bit, our drummer from the old days, the drive-by turkey gifted allies purple cheese all those good bands and then ian was a bass player so we we're like hey man the four of us we should get we should just do this band together we're all friends anyways and we got to practice out at ian's house he lived out in the middle of the country his dad had this really cool architectural fantasy it, on the outside it kind of looks like some silos for grain <laughs> but you go inside and it's just this very modern fancy architectural house <laughs> and the garage was uh, like a half dome uh, like an aluminum half dome and practice in there and uh i don't know me being who i was and 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 spoke out and stuff i kind of uh was a little annoyed at uh ian's um talent i guess and his drive like maybe he was as a musician, he was a few years behind us, and I mean, he's a he's a good bla bass player. He just has a different style. I've he's recorded some stuff for me, and and I, I use some of his bass lines in some of my own songs, and in his other bands that he's been in, he's done some awesome stuff. It's just at that time, he wasn't doing what we were uh, hoping he could do, along with just not having a lot of time to practice. So then we started jamming with Ryan, uh, uh, Sammy's brother, which is uh, JP's wife now. So his brother-in-law, but future brother-in-law technically at that time. And I was just really excited. Like, and and Ryan was learning all the all the shit that we were making up really quickly. And for so, one reason or another, I said that already. <laughs> I've also said you know many times. But for one reason or another, I was talking to somebody, like, I think this guy who was booking shows and said, yeah, we uh, are getting a new, we have this new bass player, we're getting a new bass player who's really good, that's why we can't play any shows right now. That got word to Ian, Ian got really pissed off at me, was like, I quit this band, I don't want to see Steven anymore, you guys can't come practice at my house anymore, everybody was kind of mad at me, and you know, I... I don't have any uh, uh, 
don't have any misunderstanding towards that at all. I understand. I was I was a dick and and very outspoken. And I, at the time, I should have gave Ian more of a chance, but we carried on. We moved on. He played with his old old band. After that, those record some stuff, and it was cool. But uh, Ian and I have uh, had a pretty good friendship since then. Even though the band thing was uh, always a misunderstanding, but it always is, right? And I just have, uh, yeah, had some really good times with him. And then he ended up moving in like 2011. He he went to Florida with his girlfriend, lived there for a few years, uh, broke up with her, got another girlfriend, and then they moved to Asheville, North Carolina. And he's been back to visit uh california for like three different times and every time it just didn't work out uh with me and him to see each other there's one time where i was going to a concert another time there was some some other stuff going on but finally we had talked about it he was only gonna he's he's here for a week but he was only going to be able to spend time with his friends for like a day because, you know, his his parents and his grandma and his sisters. So you got to do the family thing first. And he also has a friend in the Bay Area that was getting married. So he only had this one night, but we set it up. So Wednesday finally happened. Uh, Lisa and I went down to Woodland and he was there with JP and Sammy. We went downtown there's a place called the Burger Saloon, which when I got there, I realized was actually the Capitol Saloon, the only place so far in my life that I've ever played by myself in front of people. A few years back, my cousin Alan, a country superstar of Yolo County, was playing this little up and play some songs, and I did, and <laughs> yeah, it didn't go over as well as uh, I, I had hoped it did hoped it would but uh, nevertheless a, a nice learning experience and also a good way to um, realize who your audience is and that it's not necessarily uh, the most important thing to play to as many people as you can now if you're a pop pop guy pop music or mainstream music then yeah I understand that but if you're kind of more on the fringes of uh, uh, different sorts of messages and genres that uh, it's more important to play to the people that will really care about you and not just play to whoever because <laughs> it was it was a weird situation but so we got there to the burger saloon in woodland ian was there gave him a hug jp and sammy we all hung out talked for a little bit Ian's got a big old beard now, <laughs> but he's just as cool and, and fun and friendly as ever, and it was really nice to see him. I got myself a vegetarian. All right, listen to this. It was called like the Four Alarm Burger, but instead of a burger, they put a big old portobello mushroom on it, and then there was like habaneros, jalapenos, pepper jack cheese, chipotle mayo, like it was a spicy sandwich, and I, I pretty much ate it in like five minutes. <laughs> So then, after we ate dinner, uh, we were trying to figure out what we we're going to do next. We were going to go down to a local bar called Mojo's and uh, just kind of hang out and, and have a fun Wednesday night. 
But first, there was a local brewery. Well, there is a local brewery in Woodland, uh, fairly new, called Blue Note. And this girl that I know uh, is recommended it. She works there. This girl, Jenna, that I worked with at Target. Really nice chick and introduced me to Harry Potter (laughs) and all that good stuff. And so we went down to Blue Note. She wasn't working, but... Uh, I'm a beer drinker, so I had to try something. They had a, their their local double IPA. I can't remember what it was called, but it was freaking delicious. Like one of the best IPAs I've ever had. India Pale Ale, if you don't know. And it was it was fruity. It was, uh, but it wasn't too fruity. It's something that I could probably drink all the time. I got to find out if they have it in bottles because. Normally with beer, I kind of drink it and move on, but this is one of those ones where I'd, I'd love to go back and have some more. And Ian had one, JP had one, and then JK showed up, buddy Justin Keith, and that was cool, man. Like the four of us, I don't know when the, the last time the four of us were all together in the same place, but good to see JK because uh, I don't get to see him that often. And He's another one of my good friends that, used to stay the night at his house back in high school and we watched lots of movies and just talk about stuff and so those are my you know those those three guys are my brothers from another mother e and jp and jk and good to, it was good it was awesome we got some a good a few pictures and then and then jenna showed up like she wasn't even working but she just walked by and she had been running practicing for one of her other run so talked to her for a little bit too and then we all went down to mojo's and uh sammy's sister uh sarah was there and her friend jesse so we met in mojo's and (laughs) uh just had did some wednesday night drinking (laughs) me and ian had uh each had a shot of whiskey first shot that i've had in in a couple years (laughs) and elisa even surprised me and got a shot of jaeger then she had a couple margaritas. I got a Guinness. We all went out to the back patio. Ian's sisters, who were also in town from New York City, they showed up with their boyfriends. And so we had just quite a bit of people back there. People smoking cigarettes, people drinking, having good conversation, no drama at all. And it was just really nice, man. It was really nice to be out. Even though it was a Wednesday night, a school night, work night, whatever you want to call it. It it was awesome, man, and not I'm not one of those people that like to go to the bar a lot, but yeah, I was I was very happy. You know, it's been a long time. I mean, I love my wife, and we like to have lots of fun, but sometimes it's good to have other people around. And so hopefully, we're trying to set something up for Halloween where we can get all our friends together and dress up and maybe go bowling or something, have some drinks, and it'd be fun. This is. It's it's so much different when you are 30. <laughs> when you're 20, everybody's just crazy and, and dramatic. And when you're 30, it's just like, oh, man, we th- we never get to really have times like this. So can't complain. And I actually, at the very beginning of this podcast, if you listen to it before the intro, I recorded like five minutes of just... I just set the phone down and captured it so you could hear it. You could hear me and JP and Sammy and Sarah and Jesse and Ian and Elisa. And, uh, you know, everybody just just chilling out. 
So anyways, the night had to end up go, uh, ending. They all walked down to the Stag, which is another local uh, local bar that I've played at many times, gone to many times, but we we had to drive home to Carmichael's, so whatever, man, it was all good. Then, I don't know, for one reason or another, there we go again, third time I've said it this episode, maybe fourth, I don't know, I have felt compelled to start working on a new website, and I'm just in the very beginning stages of it, but as a kid, every time we had a band, I always wanted to make websites, I, I just, something about it, it's exciting, and with the way Facebook is now, and Twitter, yeah, sure, they're the number one and two social media sites on the website, or on the on the internet, they're just not really that social, at least to me, sometimes you go on there, and all your friends, it's, it's like your friends have a profile, but hardly any of them are regularly on there and updating things. And this whole idea of a news feed, things just get lost in the shuffle. Like, if I post a song, uh, if I record a new song and I put it out there, only a very small handful of people are going to see it. Unless I'm constantly posting and reposting it. And then people are going to get annoyed because they just keep seeing me put the same thing up there. And it's not going to make them want to see it. So I came up with this idea to build a website dedicated to all the bands that I've been in. And even some that I haven't. And then also just different sorts of, of projects. Movies and music and art and so it's going to be the rural suburban site I don't have an address for it yet I don't have it up yet but so far it's it's got uh, individual profile pages for each band you know there's drive by turkey which is me JP and JK talks about you know when we started some of the shows we played the one CD we put out same thing their same time has its own page uh, me, Stephen Gedney, with my solo music. I have a page, also Gedneytronics. Even Classic Black, which is the band that I am not in, which is JP, JK, Ryan, and Andrew. It's funny. Every time we change a member, we change the band name. That's just the way we've always operated. And each one of these projects, I think, are sonically different. I mean, especially with my own solo material that I put out there but just in general like the original drive by turkey was more of a uh, e uh, slightly emo uh, new metal early 2000 sound whereas same time was very blues metal not necessarily any of the punk stuff in there and then classic black is is further further extension of same time but with more of a progressive rock sound in there and even more bluesy stuff because everybody's style of playing is different so it, that's there's that there's a whole section that's going to have the podcast and it'll give you every link uh, to where you can download the podcast and then jk has put up all these movies or he's made a lot of movies and they're on his YouTube page, but it's kind of hard to find them. So I'm going to make a page with just all of his movies. And so that way, 
you guys don't have to go on Google or or YouTube to try to find certain things like for like the classic black page some of the videos I made I recorded and they're on my account some of the videos are on JK's account well now I could just put them all on the one page all you have to do is click click on the classic black and there you go man there's like all the videos there doesn't matter whose account they're posted on doesn't even matter what website they're posted on they're all archived into this one space and we're going to do the same thing with some of the music and as time goes on and more people start recording more music we'll put it up there and it will be it will be kind of like a record label almost but as far as i'm concerned i'm not i'm not trying to make any money off of it it's just more like spreading an awareness of the stuff we've done and the stuff we continue to do and if you like this you might like that and then you know maybe in the future if i want to make my own films i could put them up there too but it's it's all really exciting. The internet has come a long way when it comes to website creation and, and being able to maintain that. And we'll just see where it goes from there. So I'll give you more updates on that later. Drink some more of my Diet Pepsi. Ah, what else? Okay, so this Friday, this this previous Friday... Elisa and I went to the movies. We saw the premiere of Hotel Transylvania 2 over at the Century Theaters off of Greenback in good old Orangevale, California. And before I even get to the movie, I gotta tell you this. Movies are getting so fucking expensive. It's no wonder that people are are illegally downloading them <laughs> or not going out to the movies. Because the last time I went, I wanna say it was like nine seventy five or ten twenty five. But these tickets were eleven fifty a piece, and I had a twenty five dollar gift card from Fandango, so I went on Fandango's website, get the two tickets. It's like twenty three bucks, and then it's another two seventy in taxes. So the total ends up being twenty five seventy, but the gift card is only for twenty five bucks. So I have to use my debit card to charge another seventy cents. Now that's not a big deal. Seventy cents out of my pocket ain't shit, but. <laughs> Just the fact is, it's Friday night, and you're spending almost $26 for two people to see a movie that's not in 3D. It's not in their special high-definition sound theater. It's just a normal movie theater. And, I mean, it looked good, but damn. And then you're going to spend 5 or 6 bucks on a soda. If you're going to get a popcorn, there's more money. There was a guy in front of me in the line because I was buying a soda, and he was there with... I'm guessing his daughter, but it could have been his little sister because he looked like a young guy. And he, they got popcorn and sodas, candy and nachos, and he spent 25 bucks there. So I know that he already spent 25 bucks getting the tickets. So that was 50 bucks for them to go spend an hour and a half in the movie theater. I mean, that's crazy. I would rather you know, I would rather just go to dinner somewhere and and still have another ten bucks to hang on to, but it depends on where you go to dinner too. So either way, we get to the theater. It's here's something else too, and I I I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast. I probably forgot because we saw the movie Inside Out a few months back, but 
I don't know if it's just because it was a kid's theater or if this is just the way it's been in general. But the last few times I've been to the movies, it has like the AC hasn't been cranked like it normally is. You know, I remember going to the theater and I would be freezing. Sometimes you got to bring a sweatshirt because it's so cold in there. But it's it wasn't cold at all. It was I was pretty warm. I was glad that I was wearing shorts. And, but this was a little kid's movie. And also I noticed the volume wasn't as loud as it could have been. And I've seen Mad Max Fury Road in the same movie theater. And it was loud. It was proud. It was ready to rock and roll. But this movie... I mean, once I, once the story started going and it got into it, I forgot about the whole volume issue. But it, it just wasn't... My ears weren't blasted. <laughs> audio... Uh, I wasn't blasted with audio tsunamis like I normally am. But other than that, it, it was fun. We got some good seats in the back. There were a lot of little kids there, but no, none of them were crying or out of control. Not a lot of talking. And the movie itself, I... I loved it. I enjoyed it. We saw the first Hotel Transylvania when it came out in the theater three years ago in 2012 when we were just together for a few months. And so we definitely wanted to see this one because, one, we liked the first one. And, two, shit, we saw the first one. And it just shows how, how much our relationship has, has grown in the last three years. You know, when the first one came out, we were we hadn't even started living together yet and now this one we're married <laughs> so the movie uh yeah i don't i don't know how to really grade it you if you're a fan of the first one you're going to like this one it's it's um there's a lot of good laugh out loud humor i love the whole halloween theme in general and they they just for, they bring it further there's more monster characters there's good jokes scary jokes and uh i don't think i'm spoiling anything with this but if uh if you don't want to hear about the movie <laughs> uh turn turn the podcast off right now but i promise you you're not really missing much because you could still enjoy the movie if you know the story and i won't even i won't tell you the ending but basically what happens is dracula's daughter it gets married to her boyfriend from the beginning from the first movie in the very beginning and then time moves on they have a baby and then right before the baby's five i mean the whole time dracula is like is he going to be a monster is he going to be a vampire and he just seems to look and act like he's human <laughs> because his dad's human and uh i think like dracula is going to be disappointed if uh he doesn't become a monster so also uh there's this whole thing like the 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 boyfriend now husband's uh family has been visiting the hotel and think that it's too dangerous of a place and that they need to move to California and they're trying to convince baby's mom to move to California and Dracula doesn't want them to leave cuz he likes having his daughter there he likes having his grandkid there but he never got his his monster fangs and if it doesn't happen by the time they're five years old, then they're going to be human forever. So he concocts this plan to have uh, his daughter and her husband go to California. And then he's going to take the baby and, and show them all the, the, the places where him and all of his scary buddies uh, first started 
becoming monsters, you know. And Frankenstein's in it, the mummy, the invisible man, the werewolf. A lot of good, a lot of good jokes. And then, you know, it's just throughout the movie, it, it, it was a good movie. It, is it one of the best movies I've ever, I've ever seen? No, but it's, it's definitely, uh, if I wanted to, I'd give it a B. A B, yeah. If if we're rating on 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 school grades, yeah, it was a B. It wasn't an A, but it's definitely more than a C. <laughs> so go ahead and see it. It's nice. It's fun. It's it's cool. Uh, Halloween. It's to get you in the Halloween spirit. And I hope they make another one because I can I can keep watching them over and over and not have any issue with that whatsoever. So Hotel Transylvania two, check it out. But if you haven't seen the first one, watch it first because the first one is even funnier. Like the first one, I'll give a B plus or maybe an A minus. Second one, you know, it's 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 always hard for a sequel to try to live up to the original one because the original one's so good. But yeah, I, I like them both, and and I prefer them over a lot of uh, kids movies that I've seen recently. Like Inside Out was pretty good, but you know, I I think Hotel Transylvania two was a little better. And we recently saw Frozen, and Frozen was a pretty cute movie as well, but uh, just because it's Disney doesn't automatically mean it's the greatest thing out there. And there are many other Disney movies that I prefer more. So there you go. There's my movie review of the week. Uh, What else happened, man? Oh, yeah. So Saturday, well... Just to give you a little uh, backstory, which I, I probably said earlier on this podcast as well, uh, our dog Phoenix, always uh, the character, had uh, some red ears inside of her ears. They were really red. And well, when you have a bulldog, man, you're you're constantly going to be taking them to the vet for one issue or another. And on top of her her red ears, in between her toes, they're like puffy. And I think it all has to do with skin conditions and and water. You know, when you have a bulldog, you have to make sure that you're always keeping them dry because of all the folds in their body. They could develop irritations. So we're always wiping her wrinkles. And in between her toes, I think if they stay wet, that they can can get, like, raw. and It's kind of gross. And then also her ears turns out her ears had like a little yeast infection inside and she likes to play in the sprinkler and stuff so i'm guessing that if i mean it it might not be this at all but my theory is that she got water in her ear from playing in the sprinkler and it never got fully dried and then just kind of irritated it so either way uh elisa decided to set up a vet appointment for her on saturday and i wanted to hang out with jp uh do some more music rehearsal so one of these days, him and I and, and JK could get together and play some drive-by turkey shit. So I've been playing a lot of bass recently, as I told you before. I got got the Fender bass all set up and went over there, and it was a good time. Uh, we plug, I plugged in the bass, and we just started trying to remember old songs that we used to play and just cover songs and just nothing serious, just having fun and... I'm getting a little bit better and better and starting to uh, uh, be a, a, a good bass player again because I've been so used to playing guitar and anytime I play bass like on one of my recordings it's always just just for the song in general I'm not really practicing it and I gave him a couple DVDs of uh, shows 
that we played back in 2003 that I recorded. And there's some songs on there that we never we never officially did, uh, never officially put on CD. So we're just trying to remember them. And God, what is that? That's pretty cool sounding. And I hope to to take those files and make some sort of an audio audio file out of them so we could like put them on our iPhones and listen to them with headphones on and try to decipher whatever code <laughs> uh, those frets may contain. <laughs> but yeah, we did that and we went and got some lunch, came back, and uh, I brought all my recording equipment and I had him lay down some guitar solo stuff on one of my songs, which... I'm closer and closer. This song is officially finished. This is a song called Never Be Unchained, which I I did the original vocals and guitar back in 2013 when I lived in El Dorado Hills. That's how long I did this song. How long ago I did this song? Then recently, uh, like last month in August, I recorded new vocals over it a couple times, so finally I was happy with those. Still not perfect, but as good as I can get it. And then I really, the the song itself has uh, me playing this acoustic guitar intro, and I wanted the end to have an electric guitar solo, and that's where he came in. He he laid it down, played the so played five different versions of it, and I cut uh, cut and pasted all my favorite parts, and song is complete. There's another song I did vocals on earlier in the week that's done too. I'm down to four more which I just need to write and record. And finally, 11 songs that I, I started on at the beginning of the year, and they're going to be out. They're, I promise before Christmas that they're going to be out. I'd like to do it. I'd like to finish it before Halloween, but easier said than done. All in all, though, it was it was a good time. I can't believe, I mean, it's probably the first time I, I've hung out with JP two times in the same week in like five years. No, that's... It's fun, man. It's it's life is is a uh, is so great right now, and you know it could always it could always be better, but uh, there's you know, and it could always be worse. <laughs> but I got a lot of fun stuff going on. Got my beautiful wife, got my dog, and there's just no complaints, man. So either way, um, I don't know what's. What's le- what, el- what else is there to talk about? Let's see. What's the weather going to be like? Because it's officially spring now. I really want to know what, what when it's going to start cooling down here. So it doesn't look like anytime soon. Uh, I'm going to check West Sacramento because that's where I work. Um, or I'll just check Carmichael because my phone's not working. So let's see the forecast. It's going to be 90. 90 degrees on Monday. Tuesday, 88. Wednesday, 84. Thursday, 86. Friday, 93. 88, 88, 86, 84. So it's still acting like it's summer here. Here in good old California. But what can you do, man? (laughs) It's global warming, climate change, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) It's getting hot, but... Pretty soon it's going to cool down and I'm excited and ready for Halloween. So next time I talk to you guys, it's going to be October and I got to start watching some horror movies. I got to catch up on that and 
<laughs> JP and I were watching some of the uh, Friday the 13th uh, in between jamming on Saturday and god they're so cheesy and I have all eight of them so maybe I'll, I'll, I'll bust those old DVDs out but yeah I just uh, look forward to uh, bringing this rural suburban website out look forward to giving you guys some new music if you want to follow me at Stephen MJ Gedney on Instagram and Twitter Facebook.com slash Stephen Gedney Podcast to get all of the episodes as of right now. You could subscribe to me on iTunes and, and go back and, and listen to all of them. Episode 20 was a good one because I, I talked about the wedding. 18 and 19 uh, was a bunch of music from the past and leading up to the present and stuff that maybe you never heard before. And yeah, and any any t- ruralsuburban.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Go to that website, and you can download all of the music that I've put out so far for free. That's where more music's going to come out. We're going to start curating some of the old band's uh, greatest hits and put them out as well. And yeah, man, I'm I'm excited. And oh yeah, one more thing before I go. Go to archive.org and check out the Wayback Machine. It's this thing that I discovered recently, and I don't know if I talked about it before, but this archive thing has been archiving websites for the past, you know, 20 years. So you could type in, okay, say you're a, you're a fan of uh, wrestling. You could type in WWF.com or type in AOL.com, and it will give you... Uh, what are called snapshots that they took every year so you can go back to the year 2001 and click on you know a random date and it'll say uh, aol.com and it will show you exactly what the front page of aol.com looked looked like and you know these things that you thought were lost in time it's nice to see and 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 memories are reinvoked and it's really cool i've been i've been checking it out a lot recently so way back machine but but yeah man guys have a good one take care rock on all right i'm out